0: hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. As we begin a new week, we're in day six of seven days of talking about seven rules or seven principles of staying power, the power that will help us to stay and not quit when we hit those quit now moments, which we all do as we're living our life. And again, we're talking about um, things that God has called us to do. Um, Maybe God hasn't called you into full-time ministry, but whatever he's called you to do, whether it's parenting or in your marriage or in your job, or whatever it is that God has called you to do, it's important to stay in there and not quit. And let us quickly rush to the to say that we would never encourage anyone in an abusive relationship to stay. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about your average marriage that has quit nowadays, your average job that has quit nowadays. Things that can start out glittery and fun and new become ordinary, and then they become hard, and then they become wearisome. And uh, frustrating. And, and it's when we get to that stage in whatever particular thing we're talking about in our life where we want to throw in the towel, but especially whatever God has called us to in our life. We want to we want to endure to the end. We want to be faithful and stay and not quit. So that's what we're talking about. So today we're going to talk about endurance versus escape. So instead of running away when we feel like running away, to stay and face what it is that we need to face, so that we can make it through that tough time and and see the the uh, win at the end, to see to see the fruit of our endurance. That's what we want to do. And so today, the scripture we want to go to is in Hebrews chapter twelve. And again, Hebrews um, was written to the Jewish people, and there's a lot in the book of Hebrews about Jewish traditions, and and particularly for the in the early church, that first century that most of the christians had been jews before they became christians and so this speaks to a lot of their world and how that all uh, transferred over and was fulfilled and went into the new covenant and so you'll see a lot in the book of hebrews about jewish traditions now we're about to read in chapter 12 but i would really strongly encourage you to go find your bible pick up the book of hebrews and read chapter 11 first for one thing it's a chapter you don't want to miss it's an exciting chapter. It's what we call the Faith Hall of Fame. So it's great to read, but also it gives more context as we're going into Hebrews chapter 12. In fact, Hebrews chapter 12 starts off by saying, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, and this is speaking to us, and so I would encourage you to go read that, because you might want to know who's watching you, right? (laughs) These witnesses that are watching us. Okay, therefore, and I'm not going to fill in the blanks, you go find that out. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us roam with endurance the race God has set before us. There's that word, endurance. That's what we're looking for, endurance versus escape. Now, verse 2, we do this by, and I want to stop here to help us remember when we're reading God's word to not run through these very short but very powerful words that can flag something important we don't want to miss. Because we just talked about running with endurance the race, and here's how. Okay, so we don't want to miss the how. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Notice we're not initiating and perfecting our faith. He is, so it's important for many reasons. But We're going to keep our eyes on Jesus, the champion. He's already run his race. He's already won his race. And he's our champion. And he's initiating and perfecting the faith that's in us. So we want to keep our eyes on him. Because, and he gives an example, because of the joy awaiting him, Jesus, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. So when Jesus was dying on the cross, he was thinking about the joy, the joy that he would have being in a relationship with you and with me. That joy was what helped him endure that cross. So because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. By the way, it wasn't his shame he was enduring. It was our shame. That's our example. Now it goes on to say, he, Jesus, is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Now here, he's, he's instructing us to stop and contemplate something, to think about it. Because it will help us to get our life and our suffering and our difficulties in context if we stop and and think about Jesus and what he went through. He says, think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. So we need that perspective. Can we hang on and endure difficult things? Absolutely. Jesus did. And he's the one, as we talked about earlier, that infuses us with that power that will give us that, that endurance so we won't get weary and give up. I know there's hard things today, and I know of all those out there that are watching and listening, you're facing some difficulties. I've read some of your notes, and I know just from talking with people, there's financial crisis, there's family crisis, there's health crisis, there's job crisis. There's just so many things going on that are difficult for us to face. And if you're not in one of those situations today, maybe you've recently come out of one, and maybe there's one ahead of you you don't know about yet. In any event, we need this encouragement from God to be prepared for, if we're not already in it, to be prepared for uh, that moment where we want to throw in the towel. And just remember Jesus, He didn't. He didn't run away from the cross. He stayed and He endured it. But He was thinking about the joy that was on the other side of that pain. And that should help us so that we won't get weary and give up. I hope that encourages your heart today. It's so important to stay and be faithful on the hard days. And I know that that's what God wants us to do. And Jesus is such a marvelous example. Um, and, and he gave everything for us. So whatever we give is, is small in return for what he gave to us. I hope that encourages your heart today. Let's have a word of prayer before we go. Oh, Father, thank you so much for the example you have given us and and what Jesus did for us, what he endured for us, and the fact that he didn't run away, he didn't quit before he accomplished what you sent him to accomplish. Help us, Father, first of all, to look at and look for and, and look to you to know what it is you would have us to accomplish. And then when it gets difficult, help us to be encouraged and not grow weary and not give up, but to stay and to keep being faithful as we serve you that we would fulfill our destiny that you designed us for. And for each and every one that's watching or listening, each and every family that's represented, I just pray that you'd give them special guidance and direction even today. Infuse them with that strength that they need. Give them that endurance as we consider and contemplate, think about what Jesus did for us. I just pray that that would be real in our hearts and minds today. And for each and every one watching or listening, please wrap your arms of love around them. Help them to know how much you love them, even in their difficult moments. Help them to realize that you're present and that you are close. Please draw them close to you so that they can actually feel your presence and know your love. And we're going to thank you for all the victories because of you. And we're going to give you the glory and the praise. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, we might not have mentioned it in a while, but we would love to hear from you. Uh, Just a little note. Uh, just in the last week or two, um, I've been taking over more and more of producing Noah's Window. So if you see little uh, glitches, maybe in the video or the audio, it's probably my fault. But one thing that's been glorious as I've gotten into this more, and I'm I'm learning all the different um, uh, programs that I'm working with, and as I've gotten on YouTube and some of the other media. I've been discovering a gold mine of, of responses that I never saw before. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Those of you who've been dropping comments into YouTube and on social media, thank you so much for that. Um I I read through them and it chokes me up every time I read them. It's just such a, a blessing to know that what God is doing. Uh, Through us is blessing you. That that's the greatest reward I can even imagine. The greatest thrill, just to know that somehow God is using us to be a blessing to you. So thank you so much for that, and I appreciate your patience as I continue to learn. Um, This is very exciting uh, to get have the opportunity to keep going. A year ago, how would we ever have even imagined that we would still be going a year later? But God is blessing. And I'm so thankful for each of you that are watching and listening. If you don't have access to drop us a comment online, please text us. uh, Just text, talk to us to 97000 and we'll get your message. If you have a prayer request or if you just want to share feedback, we would just love to hear from you. And we just hope that you have a wonderful day. Mark will be back tomorrow to close out our seven rules, our seven principles of staying power. And we'll look forward to seeing you then. God bless.